Hey, it's me, Matthew. I apologize kung meron technical difficulties sa episode na ito. But I hope that this episode will still serve as a blessing to you. God bless. A meaningful Christmas to you and me. Gusto ko na itong Christmas na ito ay hindi lang maging merry, maging meaningful pa. At naniniwala ako na God doesn't stop speaking to us kahit na nag-break na from school or kahit na pababa na yung energy sa work natin. The Lord wants to continue to speak to us and the best way to celebrate and discover meaning in Christmas is not in the lights or the sounds but rather in the word of God. Ang tunay na kahulugan ng Pasko ay yung kapag ka naisa sa puso natin yung mga nangyari noong unang Pasko at maintindihan natin kung ano ang significance or mga aral na meron doon na relevant pa rin sa buhay natin ngayon. Samahan mo ako sa pag-aaral natin today mula sa Luke chapter 1. Tignan natin yung story ng father ni John the Baptist, isang priest na ang pangalan ay Zechariah. Nakakatuwang malaman na si John the Baptist ay nanggaling sa isang lineage ng mga priest. Sipin natin, no, hindi lang random na napili ng Diyos si Zechariah para sa kanya ibigay bilang isang anak si John the Baptist. Mababasa natin sa Luke chapter 1 verse 5 na si Zechariah ay isang priest galing sa lineage ni Aaron and napaka-importante nito dahil Itong linis ni Aaron ang susundan ng isang tao na magiging crucial ang role sa birth ni Jesus. John the Baptist was to be the Elijah that prepared the way for Jesus and he's supposed to be, he should come from the lineage of Aaron. Now, more interesting than that ay yung mga nangyari bago ipanganak si John the Baptist. Dahil isang araw, itong daddy ni John the Baptist, si Zechariah, was in the temple serving as the priest and an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing to the right of the incense altar. Si Zechariah natakot siya, na-overwhelm siya ng takot nung nakita niya itong angel na ito and the angel said to him, huwag kang matakot Zechariah, narinig ng Diyos ang panalangin mo, ang asawa mo na si Elizabeth ay magbibigay sa iyo ng anak and you are to name this son, yung ibibigay sa iyo ng Panginoon, na John. Dahil dito sa anak mo na ito, you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at this son's birth. Dahil itong anak mo na ito will be great in the eyes of the Lord. Now, this is such a privilege, ano? but I want you to notice, uh, napansin ko rin dito sa passage na to, si Zechariah immediately knew that it was an angel from God. Kaya nga siya natakot eh. Nakatakot na bigla na lang, no? take note, no? itong, itong time na to, there was a very, very silent time from God during these times. 400 years na nanatiling tahimik ang Panginoon at nung nagsalita lang siya ulit, he appeared to God through Zechariah. So, nakita ni Zechariah yung angel at ang tanong ni Zechariah dun sa angel is ganito. Ito yung sagot niya. Sabi niya, paano ito mangyayari? Ako ay matanda na, yung asawa ko ay matanda na, posible ba itong mangyari? Basically, yun ang content ng, ng, ano, ng sinabi ni Zechariah. No? And we can see from this response of Zechariah that there was doubt in his mind and in his heart. Feeling niya, 
itong mga sinabi ng angel that he will have a son and Elizabeth with him will have a son is actually impossible. That what the angel was saying was outside the limits of God's work na maaaring hindi ito pwed- pwedeng mangyari. And take note, ano, si Zechariah is a priest. He serves in the temple and he, s- he serves closely doon sa mga ginagawa ng mga tao for God. And we also have to note that in verse 6 of Luke chapter 1, dinescribe si Zechariah and Elizabeth na righteous in the eyes of God. Zechariah and Elizabeth was a couple na careful to obey all of the Lord's commandments and regulations. However, kahit na ganito siya, kahit na nagsaserve siya sa temple, and kahit na he was living a righteous life in the eyes of God, he still doubted God's power. And we can gain insight from this point of the story. It's easy to participate in the movements of religion but still not have adequate faith. Maari na, kagaya ni Zechariah, tayo ay namumuhay ng matuwid at maari ni na napaka-active natin sa church and sa mga church activities. Pero, limitadong-limitado yung tingin natin sa power ng Panginoon. Take note, desire ng heart ni Zechariah na magkaroon siya ng anak. And sinabi ng angel sa kanya na God has heard his prayer. Pero kahit na nangyari itong mga to, kahit na the angel appeared to him inside the temple, Kahit na sinabi mismo ng angel na God has heard his prayer at masasagot yung prayer na iyon, si Zechariah did not have a faith that was satisfied. Nag-doubt pa rin siya sa heart niya. And it was doubt that God would really meet his desire. Alam niya yung desire niya sa puso niya, pero he doubted the fact that it was still possible based on his situation. Do we have desires in our heart? Do we have things that we really pray to God for? Meron ka bang mga naisin sa puso mo na pinagpe-pray mo sa Panginoon? Di kaya, hindi problema yung desire mo. Ang problema talaga ay yung kondisyon ng puso mo. Maaring kagaya ni Zechariah, nagpe-pray ka at gusto mo yung desire na yun, pero hindi ka talaga naniniwala sa loob ng puso mo that it's possible we can see from the story of Zechariah na the power of God is unlimited. Hindi limitado ng sitwasyon natin yung kapangyarihan ng Panginoon na maaaring gumawa sa buhay natin. Hindi porke sa paningin natin ay imposible na ang isang bagay, imposible na rin ito para kay Lord. Maaaring ngayong Pasko, ikaw ay pumasok sa season na meron kang desire in your heart. Maybe it's a desire to have peace. And it's Maybe it's a desire to have freedom or for a relationship to be restored for a family member to get to know Jesus and you look at the circumstances of your desire and feeling mo kagaya ni Zechariah no paano to pwedeng mangyari eh ito na yung nangyayari parang imposible na no alam mo the bible reminds us the christmas story reminds us that god's power is not limited by situation god can answer the desire of your heart. And the challenge for us is to correct the stance of our heart. Let us not pray from doubt. Let us pray from faith that in God's beautiful time, whatever our desire is, He can fulfill it.
examine natin yung heart natin, kapatid. Kamusta yung mga desires natin sa puso? Ayon sa Biblia, kapag yung desire natin ay nasa tamang motibo, pwede nating matanggap itong mga desire na ito. In James chapter 4 verse 3, sabi dito, When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. When we have a desire and we ask from the Lord, kagaya ni Zechariah, let's ask God from the right motives. Hindi selfishly, but let's ask God so that this thing that we want can be used for the glory of God. I think that as a priest, the desire of Zechariah was that he would have a son para itong son na ito ay mag-continue rin sa ministry niya bilang isang member ng priesthood na magsaserve sa temple. And that is why God answered Zechariah's prayer. And so we learn that God cares for our desires. The, chi- the situation does not limit the power of God to meet our desires. And that our desires must be with right motives. Ano ang desires natin ngayong Pasko? Maaring ito ay material thing. Maaring ito ay maraming maraming pera. Pero kapatid, ang reminder ng Christmas story sa atin na yung mga desire natin ay maging sa tamang motibo. I-examine natin yung heart natin kung yung desire natin ay nanggagaling nga ba sa isang motibo para sa glory ni God or para lang sa ating sarili. Magiging mahirap para sa atin na umasa sa Panginoon kapag ka ang motive lang natin ng pag-ask sa Kanya ay pang sarili lamang. Gusto kasi ni Lord na binibless niya tayo to be a blessing to other people. So dun sa tanong ni Zechariah, nanghihingi siya basically ng patunay na mangyayari nga yung sinabi ng angel. And in verse 19, nagbigay ng patunay yung angel kay Zechariah that it will truly happen. Sabi ng angel sa kanya, I am Gabriel, I stand in the very presence of God. But now, no, sa verse 20, since you didn't believe, ito yung sign natin na talagang hindi naniwala si Zechariah dahil sa doubt niya sa heart niya, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born. So ang patunay na mangyayari nga yung sinabi ng angel ay hindi makakapagsalita si Zechariah hanggang sa maipanganak si John the Baptist. Nung nabasa ko tong part na to ng story, medyo nalungkot ako kasi parang naparusahan si Zechariah, no? Dahil hindi siya naniwala, paparusahan siya. Pero pag inisip natin at pag tinignan natin itong passage na ito sa different perspective, makikita natin that God was actually helping the faith of Zechariah. Yung pagka-mute niya, yung hindi niya pagsasalita, hindi yun parusa. It was actually to help him believe na mangyayari nga. Yung patunay ni Lord that the Son will come, John the Baptist will indeed be born, is that he will be mute. So God did not mute Zechariah just for the sake of muting him. Ayan, sige, di ka naniwala, eto, di ka makakapagsalita. Ayan ang kaparusahan mo, hindi. The muting of Zechariah was to help him indeed hold on to the promise of God. Oo, uncomfortable yun at mahirap yun. In fact, mababasa natin sa Luke chapter 1 na gumamit siya ng mga gestures at mga waves ng hand at nagsulat siya para i-communicate niya yung sarili niya for a time. But I can just imagine how it was for Zechariah na sa isip niya, habang hindi siya nakakapagsalita, ito ay patunay na God's promise will happen. So kung yung mga tao 
medyo nag-aalala dahil hindi siya makapagsalita, yung condition ng isip at puso ni Zechariah, okay, hindi pa rin ako nakakapagsalita, ibig sabihin, yung promise ni God ay matutupad pa rin. So many times in our life, we reject things that are uncomfortable because we believe na walang purpose sa mga uncomfortable things. Pero makikita natin from this passage in the story, the uncomfortable thing in Zechariah's life was actually proof that God exists and that God was going to fulfill His promise to Zechariah. Anong perspective natin pagdating sa mga things na uncomfortable? Is it that we see these things as punishment? Tinitingnan ba natin yung mga uncomfortable things sa buhay natin na meron tayong nagawang kasalanan or meron tayong mga bagay na hindi na i-confess? Well, malalaman natin sa story na ito that that is not always the case. It is not always true that if there is something uncomfortable happening in our life, that that we have committed something that is wrong or we have unconfessed sin before the Lord. Minsan, the uncomfortable things in our life is God's way of showing His glory to those who are around us. This is true. Example in John chapter 9 where people are asking Jesus tungkol sa isang blind man ang tanong ng mga tao, kaninong kasalanan at itong lalaking ito ay naipanganak na bulag? And sabi ni Jesus, it was not because of his sins or his parents' sins. This happened, yung pagiging bulag ng lalaki, so that the power of God could be seen in him. And that's a very powerful message from the life of Zechariah. From this story, where Zechariah could not speak, many people around him would see his being mute as a weakness, as something that he needs to deal with God. Pero naiintindihan mismo ni Zechariah that it was, it was happening dahil ipapakita ng Diyos ang gawa niya sa pamagitan ng buhay niya. It's wonderful. It's really wonderful and it's a profound, it's a very deep thing to think about. And it's also true for us. If we are approaching this Christmas season with things that are uncomfortable, if there are things na problema natin or kaya naman mabigat sa puso natin, let us keep in mind that God's glory can be shown in the midst of our trials and problems. Our desires, God can answer, hindi limitado ang Panginoon ng mga circumstances ng buhay natin, and itong mga problems na ito ay actually opportunity para maipakita ni Lord kung gaano siya kagaling sa pamagitan ng story natin. Anong story mo? I hope that this encourages you to look for the hand of God in your circumstance. Kung meron kang desire, please check your heart and allow God to work His wonders to show Himself through your life.